The end of the world feels both too close and far away. Like the final straw that exploded your personal life yesterday, and the white hot sun imploding billions of years from now. Discover what it means to face the end of the world with Zero Hours, right here on Radio Drama Revival. Hello, and welcome to the 15th season of Radio Drama Revival, the podcast that showcases the diversity and vitality of modern audio fiction. I'm your host, Elena Fernandez Collins. Today, experience the first episode of the fiction podcast Zero Hours. Next week, return to join us for the creator interview with Sarah Shackett and Zach Valenti. The anthology Zero Hours tracks the end of the world, at least the end of the world to a certain pair of characters, across time, from the 1700s on into the deep future, each episode separated by 99-year intervals. The Long Story Short team asks and explores answers to the same central question. How do people keep going when the world is crashing down around them? The first episode, These Familiar Spirits, digs into themes of religion and sin, belief and faith, and the unexpected apocalypse. A lonely, naive priest in the American colonies of 1722 chances an encounter with a young woman in the dead of night who claims inexplicably, to be a witch. He is tortured by his conscience, by the simultaneous tugging in directions of kindness, faith, fervor, and fear. Please be aware that the following episode contains discussions of witchcraft and religious persecution. Long Story Short Productions presents Zero Hours Today, Zach Labresco and Ariella Rotenberg in Those Familiar Spirits by Gabrielle Urbina Old Road Church, 1st of December, the year of our Lord, 1722. My very dear Giles Williams, I hope this correspondence finds you well and that your studies at the Royal Society for the Advancement of the Natural Sciences are progressing to your satisfaction. Though my responsibilities to the parish keep me away from Boston, I hope it is not too long before our paths cross once more. It has been a trying... Uh, it has been a trying month ever since I took up the ministry here at Waltham. The good people of this township loved Father Credence, and it is clear that I have a ways to go before I am embraced in earnest as his successor. 
Still, I hope to be worthy of their regard as well as of the other charge I mentioned in my last... What? The devil? This time of night. Who could possibly? Finally. I have been standing out here in the howling winds for a span of the earth, Father. It is high time you dragged your ass up to the door. Yes, I mean, yes, it. I mean, can I help you? Almost certainly not, but we need to talk this very instant. This, this very instant, but, but it's. Oh, for the sake of. Father, it's a matter of grave urgency. The signs have come and the portents have manifested, and will you please get out of the way? Oh, frightfully sorry. I, well, well, by all means, if it's a matter of urgency, child, do come in and... Ooh, there we are. That's better. May I take your coat? Or perhaps that bag that you're... No, we're going to need it. The signs have arrived, Father. The signs? Uh, which signs might those... Oh, give me strength. These signs. The ones that we've been discussing ever since... You're not Father Credence. No, I'm afraid I'm rather... not. Is Father Credence somewhere in the vicinity? Oh, uh, in a, uh... manner of speaking. What manner? He's buried in the churchyard. Oh, goddammit. Oh, if... if you could just... And who are you, then? Father Liberty Howlett. And if you could refrain from... You're the new reverend? Very much so. And you would be? <sighs> of all the rotten. This is going to make it all the more... Oh, we don't have time for this. We, uh, don't have time for what exactly? <sighs> faith. We don't have time for faith. No, no, I mean... <laughs> You'll find that within these walls, we always have time My for... name... My name is Faith. Faith Alden. Oh, oh, I see. Uh, what... What brings you to my humble church at this late hour, Mistress Alden? You said it was a matter of some urgency. A matter of great urgency. Are... are you in danger, or, uh... Oh, oh! Are you here for confession? <laughs> what? Nothing. That's going to be very funny in about a minute. Uh, no. I'm not here for... <laughs> Father Credence and I were colleagues of a sort. Colleagues? Yes. For the past few years, we'd been occasionally consulting with one another. Consulting on what matters? Oh, all sorts of spiritual matters. You see, Father Credence and I had rather different views on the field of theology. A matter of competing perspectives, if you follow? I believe I grasp your meaning. You do? I may be the shepherd of a simple flock, but I have seen something of the world. A difference of perspectives when it comes to matters of the spirit, that at least is clear to me. You're an Anglican. 
No. No? No. Oh. You're not a Quaker, are you? Perish the thought. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> There's a relief. <laughs> well, on that one thing, we're in agreement. But then, what What are you saying? You are saying that you are not of the godly, yes? You are of a different sect, and still converse with Father Credence. Hope of his goods, if I with thee were seen, yet close and secret as our souls we have been. I am unsure if I follow that. If it is scripture, it is a strange rendering to me. It's a kind of... well, no, we don't have time for that. You are correct, Father, that I am not of the godly. As for the rest... I think you should sit down. I am quite happy to stand. Indulge me, and at least position yourself in front of this pew. I... but... Very well. Better? Marvelous. Father, I am... Mm. Father, I... Father, I am a witch. A what? A witch. A what? A witch, father. I do not understand. Oh, God damn it! Please, don't. We don't have time for this. I am a witch. I am a sower of discord, an instrument of the adversary's will. I have danced naked in the moonlight and written my name in the Book of the Damned. I am night crier and plague planter, mother superior in the coven of a dark sisterhood. I am a witch. This is some manner of trick. It is no trick. Just the truth. I am a witch. Hello. Hmm. See? I knew that pee would be a good idea. But, but, but... No. No, I do not believe it. Father, I appreciate that this is the place for lively debates on matters of belief, but this is not the time. I am a witch, and that is that. It is a fact, and it is plain as... It is black as night. No, no, no. I tell you this, Mistress Alden. I am the minister of a humble parish, but I am an educated man. I never implied otherwise. Reason and logic are the Holy Father's gifts to us, as much as the Bible is his truth. My head will not be turned by fairy tales or the fancies of women for... purposes unknown. In the middle of the night, no less. Clearly not. Even if I were to grant that you are a, a, a what you claim to be, and I grant no such thing, mind you, why in the name of all that is good would one of, of, of that kind ever set foot in a house of God? Ah, now you're asking better questions. As I was saying just a few short minutes ago, Father Credence and I long ago came to an understanding of sorts. What kind of an understanding? Well, is it not obvious? When you find yourself fighting a war for the eternal souls of the world, it's useful to check in with the other side every now and then. 
After all, who better to advise us on how to conduct our battle than our opponents? But who better to make sure he was giving his congregation the right advice on how to resist temptation than the tempters themselves? No, I, this is and on insanity. the other hand, who better to give my side advice on how to corrupt the pure and the innocent than the purest and the most innocent amongst you? It's simply common sense that we no, would- No, stop it. Stop what? All of it, everything you are- But it's- Silence. I... I do not believe this chicanery. This is a trick, and no, it, it is, is a trick, a trick to confuse me, and, and, you are a liar, uh, a liar, and, and, and a jade, but you are no witch. Father, consider this. Your order condemns spiritualism and witchcraft in all its forms. Men and women, although I will note the overwhelming preponderance have been women, have been hanged for the mere accusation of it. They have pleaded, begged for their lives, insisting that they are not. So why would I come here and say I was a witch unless I absolutely was? Well, you could... You could... Uh... Very well, then prove it. Excuse me? You say you are a witch. Let me have the proof then. Show me. What would you have me do? Something. Anything. You, uh, you traded your immortal soul for, for, uh, dark powers over the world and its creatures, did you not? Go on, then. Oh, of course! My dark powers! How could I forget? Absolutely. Give me just a moment to perform a quick blood magic shadow ritual. Oh. You do, of course, have a supply of wolfsbane and brimstone on hand? Uh. No? Well, then how about a bezoar and the heart of a falsely accused man hanged for murder? How about a bramble of night-blooming flower and crushed powder of hemlock? Well, we have no stores of any of oh, those. Oh, do you not? Well, in that case, I cannot cast a spell of unnatural corruption for you. What a shame! I... In the center of your place of worship, no less. Think a little further ahead, Father. No, I... I, I did not wish... I, I simply postulated that you should be able to demonstrate that you... Can you prove your credentials? Me? Yes, you, sir. You are of the godly, are you not? Prove it. I can wait. That That is simply not the way it works. Oh, is it simply not the way it works? Well, if that's the case, then we'll just have to- Oh, look at me. Time's so short, and here I am letting you suck me into a debate about the finer points of theological philosophy. That is not what was- Father. Look at my eyes, and hear the words that are coming out of my mouth. I am a witch. I understand that your side considers this a crime with serious repercussions in this world and the next, and still I stand here and assert it. Would someone take that risk unless what they said was the truth? Well, I... I give you my word. Let my blood be on my own hands, so to speak. I, uh... I'm not sure... A man or woman who is medium or spiritist amongst you must be put to death. You are to stone them, their blood will be on their own hands. Is... is that the... Bible, sir. Uh, oh, 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 y yes, oh, yes, naturally, that's, um... Leviticus. L Leviticus, yes, of course, Leviticus, uh... Third... Twenty. Twen... Twen... Uh, yes, twenty, uh... Seven. Tw Twenty-seven. 
Seven, yes, exactly. Leviticus 20, 20, uh, seven. Yes, yes. You, you are a reverend, right? Yes, of course I am a reverend. I am a fully ordained minister. I just, my memory is not always the best. That is all. I, I am not dim. I am as smart as they come. I just sometimes I find it hard to remember things, especially things from books. Even things from that book? Even that one, yes. Father, if I could be so bold to ask, how did somebody with that particular temperament find himself as a minister? <sighs> well, it was not precisely my first choice to be honest with you, I did not expect to take up the cloth, but it was my father's dying wish that... Hey, one moment, one moment. No, no, no. What? What did I... I I am not falling for your game. We are not talking about me or my past or my memory. We are speaking about you, and you are either a liar, in which case you are to be gone from my church, or you are, well, well, in that case, you are... To be gone from my church at once. Wait, 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 Father, just one moment. That's quite all right. But it's a matter of great importance, and... I'm sure it is. Good night, Mistress Alden. But... What did you just say? I said, it concerns the end of the world. The end? Yes. Of the world? Correct. Of this world? Oh, God damn it! Yes, this world! Would you please stop taking the Lord's name in vain? Father, I'm a self-described witch. I've wedded myself to the forces of darkness. I freely admit my allegiance to the adversary. Can we acknowledge that my adherence to the Ten Commandments might not be all it's supposed to be and move on? No, I... I... I do not care. Tainted your soul may or may not be, but this is a house of God, and it is under my care. You do not take the name of the Lord in vain while you are here. I, I must insist upon it. <sighs> the end of the world. Yes. The end times. The signs are all here, Father. The very air is thick with them. Mm-hmm. I had long talked about this possibility with Father Credence, and now the portents are here. Apocalypse approaches. Well, of course it does. No, I'm telling you that... Oh. It does? Absolutely. It has long been written. It is part of the Lord's divine plan to unmake creation and parse the righteous from... No, you Cretan. I'm not talking about some distant prophesized event. I'm talking about here, now. The end of the world is coming and it arrives tonight. Mm-hmm. That's all you have to say? The deliverance of the world is on hand and all you have to say is... Mm-hmm. Oh, what am I supposed to say? You come in here spouting nonsense about being a witch and the end times, and you expect me to take it all in good f- to just believe it because you say it is true. No, of course not. Oh. Good. 
that is a relief to hear. I'm going to show you. Show me. How are you going to? Ah, heavens above, what is that? Goat entrails, slaughtered this very morning on a dark altar. Ah, the smell. Yes, yes, no, shush. Now, where was it? Where was it? Let's see. Uh, Aha, here we go. What do you... Oh, that's a... See, here it is. On the day first of the 12th month of the year 1720th and 2nd, that's tonight. I see. On that very night, look upwards, for the sky will glow with a strange crimson radiance, and from its great fiery death shall rush forward to meet the world and... and rain down upon it. And lo, though the world was made in seven, it shall be unmade in one, and... Well, this bit is a little grisly. I'll, I'll spare you the rest. Where are you seeing any of that? What do you mean? It's all here. Right here. See? Nah. No? Hmm. I'm pointing right at it. It's clear as day. Here, look closer. No. I, 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 I think I've rather seen enough of that, Mistress Alden. Even if you are correct about this truly preposterous claim, why come to me about it? First of all, I did not come to you. I came to Father Credence. You are an unexpected complication. But secondly, I need confirmation. You need to confer what? Oh, come on, sir. Think. My sources seem to be quite adamant that we depart from the earth this very night. But prophecy, being a rather inexact art, I do not wish to do anything rash. I thought to myself, well, this might be one of those times when it would be prudent to see if the other side's arithmetic is coming to the same result. So, what are your sources saying? Mistress Alden, what sources? Oh, give me strength. You are divine sources, you pillock. And what exactly are those? Well... Oh. Oh. Do you not have any lines of communication? Not as such, no. But aren't you a man of God? Do you not spend countless hours in conversation with... you know who? Prayer. I spend countless hours in prayer with our Heavenly Father, but he does not exactly answer. His ways are veiled in mystery beyond comprehension. And yet somehow mine is the less popular side. In fact, Mistress Alden, if I am being completely honest with you, I have days when I am not entirely as one in my belief that... Your belief that... what, Father? It, it is of no consequence. We have exactly one source of divine insight, Mistress Alden, and it is called the Bible. And while I will admit that I do not know by rote every single word found within, I would remember if it said anything about fire raining from the sky on a cold December night. I see. Father, are you quite certain? I am. Rather certain, yes. Are you? You cannot possibly fathom anything else that might be seen as a source of divine information? Something a bit more... recent? No, I... Anything at all? Anything written, say, by one of the prophets and entrusted for safekeeping to a devoted parish in a small, out-of-the-way settlement? How... do you know about... that? Which... I keep telling you. Heavens above. So, can we take a look at it? Mistress Alden, let me be clear about this. 
Nobody sees the scroll of St. Eustace. It is a priceless antiquity which was entrusted to me for safekeeping, which is why it remains in a hidden strongbox upon the altar at all times. And besides, even if I believed that St. Eustace was communing with our Heavenly Father, he was quite mad, and the results of this exchange may well be holy, but for our purposes they are wholly indecipherable. One moment. Does that mean that you have looked upon the scroll, Father Liberty? I... A Puritan minister, one of the godly, reading the very Catholic ramblings of a madman when he himself cannot recite the good... That's enough. Out. What? I have tolerated this nonsense long enough, and I shall tolerate it no longer. Away with you. No, but the signs. The signs will still be there in the morning, Mistress Alden, as will, I suspect, the world. Father. Good night, Mistress Alden. Good night, and good... Good... Good heavens? What? What is... Oh. Oh... The, the, the sky, the sky, Mr. Salton, it is burning. It really, really is. It's the dead of night, but it is, it is, look at it. I am. It is a, a crimson, crimson radiance. Dear heavens above. Dear heavens above. Father, look. Right there, look. Oh, what, 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 what are you seeing? What are you, oh, heaven save us. It's a, a streak of fire. Fire falling from the heavens. It really is upon us. <laughs> I think you should go get that scroll. Yes, right away. Quickly, quickly, bring it here. Oh, careful, don't step on the... Ah! Goat entrance. Oh, my boot. Never mind, give that here. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, um... Something about the good feast of duck mortar embowelment. Uh, a word on the merits of promulence in the shape of the garden badger. The values of transient genesis in the balding mole rat. What is this? I told you. This is the best your divine sources have given you? I told you. <laughs> but I thought your god was supposed to be infallible. He is infallible, but he works through us. Very fallible men. The red glow, it's, it's getting brighter. This is, this is useless. Pathetic. But, 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 what do we do? Well, Father, given the way fire is raining from on high, I think we do the rational thing and assume it is the end of the world. Oh. Oh, God. Which means there isn't much left to do. Except, I suppose, make our pieces with our heavenly superiors and infernal inferiors. Oh, God, it's true. It's all true. I do not think that I have much by way of regret. I have had a rather excellent life. Could have spent my last hours in better company, but... No, no, I... I I cannot go like this. Father? I cannot go like this. I cannot meet him like this, Mistress Alden. You have to help me. Uh, I do not know that there is anything we can... No, no, that I know, but, but I am guilty. I'm filled with sin. Oh, good for you. No, I, 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 I cannot meet the final judgment with sin upon my soul. You must hear my confession. Oh, I 
do not know that I could really be of- Please, you said that you were a colleague of Father Credence's, correct? A mother superior. You are a figure of some authority in matters of the spiritual. Yes? Yes, but I... Oh, God. Now he's on his knees. Oh, mother, mother, I have sinned. I have transgressed against the Lord, my God, and I am guilty. You do realize that I... Please, this... There is no one else. I must confess, and it must be to you. Then... Then tell me of your sins, my... Son. I have had no faith. Excuse me? Son? Mother, I have had no faith in our Heavenly Father... I have in my heart believed that he did not in truth exist, but was merely a fantasy of thought conjured by men. And I I have been a coward and lied and sold my heartless faith to hundreds of others in my time as a reverend. I thought because I could not hear his voice, he did not exist. But he does. He does exist, and he is here, and I am so, so sorry. I... I hear your confession, my... Son, I hear it in the name of the Satan and the Night Criers and all those familiar spirits, and and I say to you, as a foe who respects her foe, there is one path that will lead you to your God. What is it? Name it. Be as your Lord. Lash yourself to the cross and bear what suffering will come as he bore it on the hill of Calvary. The cross here at the altar? Sure, I suppose it will do. Lash me to my cross, quickly. Hold out your arms and... feel bad. Father, look at... look at the sky. It is... back to normal. The... crimson glow, the rain of fire, it's all gone. Yes. Well, false alarm then. Yes? Like I said, not an exact art by any means. What can you do? Yes. Well... This has been a lovely time. Let me take my apocalyptic literature and I will be on my way. Yes. Thank you for your hospitality and for indulging my eccentricities. It has been most educational. Yes, it rather... Wait. That is... Why are you taking the scroll of the visions of St. Eustace? (sighs) Oh, damn. I was hoping you would still be too catatonic to notice. That is... No, stop that. That is my apocalyptic literature. Yours is still soiling my church floor. And yet, and yet... No, what are you... Stop that! Father, do you know what a great comet is? A... a what? 
a great comet. Quite an informal term, rather than a scientific one, it refers to comets of unusual size and brightness. Ones that can be perceived with the naked eye as they pass by the planet, especially when they are seen by night. <laughs> and you see, advancements in telescopes and mathematics now let us predict the path and orbit of these great comets in rather precise ways, to the point that we may even know when to look for them in the night sky. What does this have to do with... Not, of course, that this information is well known. It is only discussed in certain very small circles. Men of science, for example like those found in the Royal Society for the Advancement of the Natural Sciences in Boston. Oh. Of course, it's not just men employed at the Royal Academy. There are also women, mostly maids and housekeepers. They're ignored by the men, none of whom have ever paused to wonder if an unusually well-educated maid might be able to read the literature they leave around or to understand its implications. And better still, that she might be curious enough to, while cleaning his quarters, read the personal correspondences of one Mr. Mr. Giles Williams. Williams. Exactly which would have all kinds of unusually interesting facts about one Father Liberty Howlett, recently given a church in Waltham, where a priceless treasure is kept. Although as far as one can tell from the letters, he alone knows where this artifact is. I told him not to tell anyone about that scroll. And in all fairness, he did not. <sighs> you are no witch. You are a thief. I like to think of myself as a particularly avid reader and an unusually creative performance artist. But I am stealing this. What do you even want with it? What does anybody want with anything? It may be holy, and it may be the senseless ramblings of a lunatic, but it is definitely worth a fair bit of money. You are going to sell it. I know a man in New York who will pay very handsomely for it. Well, I... I simply shall not allow you to do this. I hate to be the one to point this out to you, Father, but you are slightly... indisposed. I... I... Even if you had not so obligingly tied yourself up, you would have let me leave with it. Would I indeed? Oh, yes. Because in order to take this from me, you would need to use force, which I do not think you would do. And if you tried to reason with me, we would debate all through the night until your congregants arrived for morning prayers to find you standing over the spilt entrails of a goat arguing with a woman. A woman, I may add, who has quite the story to tell about a very fallible man. Oh, Lord. So, I am going to take this scroll, and you are never going to tell anyone about this episode. As far as your friend is concerned, the artifact is still under your care, sitting in its little box in this out-of-the-way town where it will not confuse anyone or challenge anyone's belief. Go. God give you good evening, Father. You know, you may not be a Satanist, but you're a real witch. <laughs> and you, Father Liberty, aren't a very good reverend, but I think you are a good man. You'll get by. Do not be afraid to ask for help from the other side every now and then. Oh, God damn it. See, that's the spirit.
Zero Hours, Episode 1, Those Familiar Spirits, was written by Gabrielle Urbina and directed by Sarah Shackett. It starred Zach Labresco as Father Liberty Howlett and Ariella Rotenberg as Faith Alden. With original music by Alan Rohde and audio recording by Jared Paul. For information on the series and updates on additional stories, visit zerohourspodcast.com. Radio Drama Revival has been showcasing fiction podcasts and elevating the voices of their creators for 14 years. If you've enjoyed this show, if it's helped you or healed you or done the unforgivable and increased your episode queue, please consider supporting us and the show's continued existence. One way you can do that is by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash radiodramarevival. We have a special secret Discord server for everyone. We organize digital parties involving PowerPoint presentations, relaxed chatting, playing podcasts for everyone, and more. If you can't come, you can see the content later when we upload it to Patreon. I'd love to see you there and talk about podcasts with you. And yes, you can find out what weird noises I make on mic when I'm recording this that get cut out and saved as bloopers. Or, as Will likes to call it, blackmail material. If you liked what you heard... You can support Long Story Short and their future projects at zerohourspodcast.com slash support. Radio Drama Revival runs on not enough sleep and sheer buckets of adrenaline. If you'd like to help keep us afloat and featuring new, diverse, unique fiction podcasts and their creators, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash radiodramarevival. And now we bring you our moment of Rashika. Hi. It's me. I've noticed that many of us, myself included, are extremely tired all the time. Stress is kind of like a state of mind. So I just want to take this time to have a little moment to decompress. Are you ready? One, two, go. Okay, that's all I got. That means it's time for the credits. This episode was recorded in the unceded territory of the Kalapuya people, the Klitskani Indian tribe, the Cowlitz Indian tribe, and the Atfalati tribe. Colonizers named this place Beaverton, Oregon. Our theme music is Reunion of the Space Ducks by the band Kylo Kaz. Our audio producer is Will Williams. Our marketing manager is Ann Baird. Our line producer for this episode was Rashika Rao. Our researcher is Diane Tapia. Our submissions editor is Rashika Rao. Our associate marketing manager is Jillian Schrager. Our transcriptionist is Katie Yeomans. Our audio consultant is Eli Hamada McElveen. Our associate producer is Sean Howard. 
Our executive producers are Fred Greenhalgh and David Reinstrom. Our mascot is Ticker Tape, the goat. I'm your host, Elena Fernandez-Collins. This has been Radio Drama Revival. All storytellers, welcome. Welcome.